This is Father Aaron with another podcast. Today, the Church marks Palm Sunday of the Passion of the Lord. Albeit this Holy Week will, for many of us, be celebrated privately in our homes. The Church still rejoices today, knowing that we are only a week away from Easter. Today, in my brief homily, following the Passion reading from St. Matthew's Gospel, I reflected on what the liturgy can teach us about the meaning of Palm Sunday and perhaps even about what all of us are now experiencing in our solitude. Last year, the day after Palm Sunday, that is, the Monday of Holy Week, all of us heard the news of the burning of the Cathedral of Notre Dame in Paris. The fire roared all day, and if you were like me, you were conscious for most of the day of how with each moment literally centuries of history were being lost. Surely that was the worst Holy Week in living memory for the people of France. For the first time in seven centuries, Easter wasn't celebrated in that historic cathedral. None of us could have imagined that this year the entire world would get a taste of what France felt last year, as all of us have been displaced from our churches during the holiest time of the year. Many of us feel as if we have been robbed of the splendor of the next few days. It is as if we, like Mary Magdalene, have found ourselves sitting outside of an empty tomb seeking the Lord, and finding nothing, we say, where have you taken him? 
The last major liturgy, liturgy to be celebrated in Notre Dame was the Mass of Palm Sunday. And there is something particularly beautiful we can learn from that Mass, which can enlighten our present experience. The liturgies which were held in Notre Dame were historically very grand. In some ways, they departed from what the rest of the Church did on these days, often being far more elaborate than anything seen in Rome or Jerusalem. The Parisian liturgy for Palm Sunday borrows and embellishes the traditional Palm Sunday rite which was observed in the whole church before 1955. In this rite, the community gathers outside of the church before the Mass for the blessing of palms and the reading of the Gospel account of our Lord's entry to Jerusalem. Then the procession made its way to the gate of the city, or since Paris no longer has a gate, to the door of the cathedral. And then a very beautiful moment comes. The bishop takes up the processional cross from the server, and he uses it to knock on the doors of the church while quoting Psalm 24. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors, let him enter the King of glory. From inside the cathedral, the choir answers, Who is the King of glory? And the bishop replies, The Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory. This dialogue with the knocking at the door is repeated three times, at the end of which the bishop loudly quotes the prophet Zechariah, saying, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion! Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem! Behold, your king comes to you triumphant and victorious. And then the doors are opened. I mention this rite not only because it is beautiful, but because it has a deep meaning. The gates of heaven, the gates of the new Jerusalem, were locked to us before Christ. We were locked outside of the gates by our sin. But Christ, through his passion and death, makes his cross into the key that fits the door of heaven. Death becomes the means to life, suffering the means to redemption. It's a pattern written on the world, in the very fabric of nature. Plants and animals die to fertilize the soil, and with it new life appears. We get a lot of that sort of imagery in Easter. And this is aided to us, who live in the northern hemisphere, by the fact that Easter always happens during the spring. Everything around us is brimming with new life. But new life that only follows the death which winter brought. The pandemic currently facing the global community is not expected to pass by Easter Day. This year, our Lent will be a little longer still. But regardless of how long our wait may be to return to normal life, to be free of this suffering, to stop seeing so much death around us, regardless of how long that may be, the cross is the key that fits this lock, too. Our Lord does not ever permit any needless suffering in the world. If we are facing a global pandemic right now, we do not face it needlessly. God has permitted us to suffer for a time so that we may rise. And what sort of resurrection that will be is yet to be seen. But it will be a resurrection. Spring will come after winter. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem, Behold, 
your king comes to you triumphant and victorious. Thank you for taking the time to listen in today. If you like what you hear, please go on iTunes and leave a good rating or a comment. Also tell your friends and family about it and visit the Diocese of Jackson Office of Vocations website for more great content. That's jacksonpriest.com. Jacksonpriest with an S.com. Thank you and God bless. <laughs>